What's going on, guys? This is Oo from the Chewy New Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's an easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or from your computer. And not only that, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear yourself on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead and just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And like always, guys, see you next time, kitties. like to thank the following sponsors Oviedo Bros Electrical need a master electrician call Sergio Oviedo at 956-904-7177 for commercial and residential work let him know the rockstar sent you Hemp It Up CBD located in McAllen and now in Westlake. call Usbaldo or Maricela at 956-540-9488 let them know Chiwanu sent you Need an AC repair guy? Call Matmer at 956-884-8288. Let him know Chiwanu sent you. Need a plumber for residential or commercial? Call Barrera Plumbing with Gabriel Barrera at 956-534-3337. He also receives text messages. Let him know that Chiwanu sent you. Hey everyone, this is Mando Rivera, El Pelacas, el mejor referee de lucha libre aquí en el Valle de Texas. Hello everyone, this is Keith from Staten Island. This is Faisal Maddox from Chirac, Illinois. This is Denny Chance from McAllen, Texas. This is Pro Wrestling's Flower Child, Moontap Franco from Love Street, Texas. Yo, what's up guys? This Angel Ray from The Artist Project. Que lo que, what is up? This is El Matata Mateo Sura from Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. Hey, this is Tiger King 2 coming to you from El Valle de los Reyes. This is Pop Culture from the Rio Grande Valley. This is Noah from Los Fresnos, Texas. Hey, this is Marco from the band Eris. It's your man, the first night of Shoutlist, standing now in New York City. And check it out, man. Y'all having a great time with my boys, Chew and of the Chew and Podcast. Yeah! When you think of bromances, you probably think of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, George Clooney and Brad Pitt, Robert Redford and Paul Newman. But me, I think of Chew and Ooh. Chew is six foot seven. And Chew makes fun of Ooh by calling him. Short for Ewok. Together, this dynamic duo is taking on talent from the RGV, helping local artists be heard, giving them a voice. Not that one. Local businesses, artists, directors, actors, the music scene, Tejano, rock, R&B, hip-hop, we cover it all. We cover it all. Welcome to the Chew and Ooh Podcast. And here are your hosts, Chew and Ooh.
and we're back on the Chillin' Ooh podcast. We should be called uh, the the Ooh podcast, but shut your dirty mouth. Guess who's back? It's <laughs> is back. Also, we're being sub out there on Facebook Live over there. So you see this guy right across from me. We got Mooncat in the house. Mooncat, man. Mooncat. Mooncat in the house, dude. That's badass. We, yeah. got another, we got another wrestler in the house, man. That's yes. so kick ass, man. And uh, uh, we were waiting when we can get you in again. So I'm just glad you showed up, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm just yeah. glad you showed up and everything. Everything's going to come out A-OK. But other than that, let's go ahead and uh, recognize our sponsors first. First of all, Sergio, or Video Bros Electrical, thank you once again, sir, for being our sponsor oh, yeah. again for another month. It's been great, man, having him on here and uh, have everything running for us soon. Uh, we've had a little bit of problem with the uh, internet, uh, but we're getting that situated hopefully by today. Uh, the little while we're doing this, probably going walk in while we're doing the podcast. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, if it gets the internet resolved, then let them walk in. Yeah, let them walk in. Let them, you know, stay on that side of the couch. Stay on that Let's side of the wall. Help yourself to a beer. Yeah, just try to be quiet. <laughs> And number two, also, Gabriel Barrera, Barrera's Plumbing. Yes. Man, get a hold of this guy. He can help you out with your plumbing, guys. Uh, anything you need, you give him a call. Uh, he doesn't answer. Leave a text message or uh, a voicemail. He'll get back to you ASAP. Also, another one, Matt Mayer, AC Repair. Got to call that guy in, man. You got the cold. Yeah, cold's coming. Cold's cold. coming. Winter is coming. But, uh, <laughs> no reference to, you know what, I'm not giving props to that. But anyways. Uh, yeah, get a hold of this guy, have him come out here and take care of your uh, AC repair. You have no idea how much I wanted to restrain myself. <laughs> don't restrain yourself. Yeah. Don't restrain yourself, man. And also, last but not least, let's say Hemp It Up in McCown and Westlaco, Texas. Thank you very much for your sponsorship. Also, we do appreciate you uh, helping us out, man. Great guys, uh, especially for those aches and pains. Like my buddy here, Moon Pro, I mean, Moon Pro, I'm saying Moon, my son, Moon Cat, there's so many Moon people, <laughs> Moon Cat, uh, something like that you might want to use down the line, man, because, you know, those aches and pains, you know, they come into you. And second and last but not least, for this podcast, we are going mask. So I'm putting my mask up. There we go. We're good. You're good. If you want to wear it, you know, it's up to your call, whatever you like. Just practicing uh, safety. Only reason I have it on so I can have a clear vocal on <laughs> on the mic. I mean, let me tell you about safety. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go. Let it out. Go ahead. Tell me what to be honest When it comes to covering your face, mm -hmm. I'm all for it. Really? Yeah. You should cover your whole face. Why don't you cover your whole face? <laughs> you should cover your There you go. See, now, now, there you, go. now, you, made, now you made a moon cat. Uh, moon cat? Moon cat. Moon cat. Don't you mean moon pro? Shut up, man. Yeah. Shut up. Stupid. Let's get back in. Oh, man. You can take out the headphones and get it on there. It's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. So it won't feel awkward doing the same thing. <laughs> Put this on there so we can have it. Is it there we go. No, no, don't raise it to our headsets, the shirts, Joe. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm trying to be a part of the team here. It's all right. Yeah. And if we look right here on the screen at the very bottom, guys, we got the Chewy merch site. Go on there, buy yourself a t shirt, man. Help us out. The more you purchase, the better this whole situation gets. <laughs> but other than that, back to the main attraction, man. Many tragedy, not you, you don't even know who that guy is. But many tragedy, Mooncat in the house, man. Mooncat in the house, dude. Hey, dude. Welcome, Mooncat. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. I know the first time we had you here, you were Carlito, 
Franco, right? Yes, Carlos. 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 You know, losing all the time. I wasn't the best wrestler I could be, and training at New Breed has really helped me out. And in recent times, it started becoming a thing that I started winning, and it was unbelievable to me to go from having the worst record to coming in, and I'm winning almost every match. And when the fail forward ha- uh, match happened against Chris Austin. James Blackheart, Edgar Garza. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that I was going to go out there and I was really going to push myself to the limit. But right, it, was, right. it was having that like inspiration, like that I was going to be, you know, contending for the Grand Warrior title if I win. And I remember I hear the three count. I pinned Chris Austin, mm-hmm. and I look up and I'm smiling, and I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe I actually did this. Right, right. And I had went against Chris Austin again, mm-hmm. um, a one-on-one match. Right, right. And if he won, you know he's going to be number one contender. Right, right. I pushed myself harder, and I won again. And it's just been beautiful to know that I was able to live up to what I wanted to be, which was a winner. Right. Yeah. And That's good. To go against the Grand Warrior, knowing it's uh, Teflon John, it's a lot of pressure on me. But I'm willing to work as hard as I can in New Breed and Wrestling Revolution, so that I could become Grand Warrior and I could become, you know, the man. There you go. Revolution. There you go. There you go. I like that. The man. Yeah. The man. Uh, by the way, you got Danny Chance right now here. Boom! Chad is on the podcast. Yes, awesome. <laughs> uh, got Danny Chance on there, which was uh, fun having him and Joe Haas here on the podcast. Man, it was great. That was an, that was a fun interview too, man. Yeah, I'm here too. Oh, yeah. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we finally got this thing across from me back in the podcast. It was fun when it lasted, guys. Yeah, now it's back to routine. Oh, no, it's this thing. Days ago, baby, I need you. Yeah, the walking card in front of me, baby. Shut up, bro. Those conversations just between me and you. Shut up, all right? Shut up. Anyways, but yeah, man, we finally got you back. I know he was out for a couple of weeks. And uh, we finally got him. He had a bad blood infection, man, and he finally got out of the woods on that. And he's uh, under 110% already, so he's good to go. So we'll see more of him again. I know I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> we will continue seeing more of him, I guess. In your face, everybody. <laughs> In your face. But anyways, hey, back to Moocat. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> so what you've been up to, man, since the last time we interviewed, you back, Lou, I think it was like the beginning of the year, if I'm yes, not mistaken. I believe so. How has everything been going through uh, the new breed, the new process, all the new wrestlers that are coming in? I mean, how has that been for you? It's been beautiful. I really believe in new breed and everyone there because the same way Chance, Haas, and even Matan are going to like put them over, it's true. It's mm-hmm. the best wrestling school you could go to, and everyone's so hardworking. Everyone pushes each other, and you just have people that you just know you're going to learn from. Mm-hmm. Because every trainer, Chance, Haas, uh, 
Juicy Dan and Ramones are so experienced, have so much accolades, like they're very respectable people. Right. Right. And all the trainees too, like everyone works hard. You have DGX, James Blackheart, you have new guys like Alavera the Diamante mm -hmm. and CJ Park. And everyone has their own, you know, personality and everyone has like something to offer to the table. And whenever you're there, it's fun, it's hardworking, and the family, you know, environment just makes you all the more better as a person and as a professional wrestler. Yeah, when, when we talk to them, that seemed to be like one of their goals is to cultivate that, that family yeah. togetherness so yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. pick everybody up yeah. equally yeah. so that you can do your best. Yeah, it, It's good It's good to know that, you know, that, that that's what they're doing for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as the interview I had with the Matatan, I mean, he's, he's, uh, it's a total different uh, aspect for him to, from where he was before yeah. and where he is now. Uh, he was like, man, it's it's a total three, it's a total 180 for me. I mean, just flipping my back on something I didn't need to something I needed in my life, you know. And, and we're all brothers in that in that uh, in the new breed. We're all yeah. brothers, and we help each other out, and we push each other. And that was a beautiful thing, beautiful thing that he had said. I'm like, wow, man, that's 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 kick ass. And, and speaking of uh, Chris Austin, he said, I love Mooncat so much. And the moment you see him. Send, uh, chew and uh, chew him, uh, chew and new, and sends him a beer, man. Because I know he's a beer drinking guy, and uh, make sure he gets the, the good stuff when you see him, man. Well, but uh, something, man, I always joke around with Chris Austin. Anytime I'm wrestling with them, you know he's my trainer. Mm -hmm. He's someone I could say is a friend. And even when I was pinning him, nobody heard me, but I told him I love you, and that was my way of saying like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm amazing to kick out. Get the hell out of here. What do I mean? Tell me, let me. <laughs> if that doesn't make you kick out, I don't know what to do. Oh, God. I'm starting to have feelings for you. I'm going to tell you I love you, and I'm sorry to have you. Get the hell off of me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Come on, man. <laughs> We've got five more minutes. We've got five more minutes on the clock. Come on. But uh, yeah, man, that, that's awesome having that, that unity in that, in that school, man. That, I mean, yeah. that I've seen. I mean, online, on, on Facebook, on Instagram. By the way, follow these guys on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. I don't like the whole ordeal we have two days ago where Facebook went down the tubes for a whole day. Yeah. Now, everybody's going to hear crazy for that. But uh, if you get a chance, uh, follow uh, New Breed on there. A, a great school, man. Great, great school. school. Uh, great I mean, people. Great, very good people. Very respectful people, people I mean, uh, that they, we've spoken to here. In the they will also respectfully tell you to get the hell out of here when you... Yeah, you, pretty much. You <laughs> uh, respectfully say, give me another damn beer. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then, now let's get into the aspect of it also, bro. I mean, going from uh, Curlito, right? Am I saying that right? Curlito. Curlito. Going to Mooncat. What was the process? I mean, I... What came about it? How did you come up to that? I mean, I know the the, the name change. It looks like it's gonna be a funny story because uh, I mean, as far as I'm seeing you and Chance, I'm not sure you've seen this too. When they do uh, uh, their uh, their cuts mm -hmm. uh, in between the, the whole aspect where he's supposed to fight Chance for another chance, and and he goes into like an imaginary thing, uh, <laughs> goes crazy on that. I'm like, what? And then he comes back and Chance like, hey. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> what came about about Mooncat? How did that come across? Um, I want to know what I can or can't say, but... Just spill the beans, man. Don't it's all over my... Um, I went through a spiritual experience when 
COVID had started, mm -hmm. you know, uh, at the time I wasn't working, I didn't go to school. Mm -hmm. So all I had was wrestling. So I had a lot of free time and I was wondering like, well, what can I do to not feel like I'm going mad being, you know, not doing something I love. So I started meditation. I started spiritual practices and that made me become more open. I've always had this kind of hippy dippy personality. Mm -hmm. I've just always been very shy and reserved. Mm -hmm. So I didn't come into pro wrestling, you know, being myself. Right. But New Breed has helped me so much and going through that in the beginning of COVID, you know, we couldn't have shows. We couldn't even train at one point. Right. And when we came back, I seemed a lot brighter. I seemed a lot more outgoing and charismatic. And they told me, you know, like, that's who you are. You're a very hippie guy. You listen to rock music, you dress the way you do. Show that in pro wrestling because nobody else is doing that. So it's going right. to stand out. Right. And I was sold pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I got you, got you. And I was just like all for it. And since then, with every show, I've become more and more not just like a better wrestler. Because I train at New Breed, I'm obviously going to become a better wrestler. Right, right. But a better entertainer because I was allowing myself to, you know, put myself out there and show people who I am. Mm -hmm. And Mooncat, the name came from a movie, actually, which was Beachbone with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, Moondog. There you go. And I was the young lion. Now I understand the Moondog. I, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so... Being the young lion, I was like, I'll make it Mooncat. And people would tell me, why not like Moon Lion? And I was just like, well, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Less is more, simplicity is beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's gotten, you know, as far as this being like a really fun name, fun character to portray because I get to be myself, you know. Right, 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 right. exactly. Well, that's good, man. I mean, that's a good backstory to it, man. Yeah. It's awesome. And then speaking of backstory, I mean, I, the first time he came in here, we were talking about that finishing move right. that we had. Did you like? Did you, I know at one point I think you didn't put a name to it yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I now do you have a name for it? I do. It's called the Soul Sacrifice. Oh, yeah, it does look like the Soul Sacrifice. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Santana, and that's one of his songs. And I feel for it to not just be a stunner but from a springboard top rope yes uh it's like sacrificing myself and like my soul and sacrificing having a pain in my ass after doing it mm -hmm. because it's not that great of a thing. I, I, know, I know i can i can only take i can only imagine it's just it's just the landing it's just the yeah. last because it's brilliant it's beautifully uh uh, executed, executed yeah. but the aftermath is a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, no pun intended, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've seen quite a few wrestlers get that move. What are the reactions to them afterwards? What do they tell you? What the hell, dude? Oh, it's it's very painful, genuinely, because I'm coming in with a lot more momentum from just doing it from a standing position, mm -hmm. right? And it's kind of a corkscrew the way I do it. So the impact is a pain for everyone, but as long as the fans are happy, I know uh, originally it was even my idea to do that move. It was Danny Chance who had said, you know, you could do this move and trust me, it's gonna work. So when I had first done it, everyone started talking about it. And then when I came here, you guys were talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, 
wow that's so cool i didn't even come up with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, that's that's one of the moves that caught my eye and i mean yeah. you think of the stunner the first thing you think about is stone cold yeah i mean the, the traditional stone cold stunner right, you know right. with the whole flipping you off kick you in the gut and boom you get it and now you have like Randy Orton doing the eight, uh, RKOs and you got uh, even uh, what's, his, what's his name uh, oh, it's the uh, uh, not RKO but the other one uh, Kevin Owens Kevin Owens always doing he does replicas of different moves yeah. but his favorite one is the stunner also so and for you to not only should I say corkscrewed the, the move on the top rope it makes it more signature to yourself Right. And that's what's so cool yeah. about it. Yeah, you, you didn't need to come up with it. You just need to execute it. Well. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, and it's yours now. Yeah. So, like, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, I know, man. Cause it's a beautiful like, name, too. Soul Sacrifice was very fitting, I believe. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, now, as far as matches, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't need to put you in the spot or anything like that. I mean, Watching you wrestle, I've seen Chris Austin wrestle at D, uh, with name DJ. Seeing you know, all these guys wrestling, Blackheart, all these guys rest, wrestling uh, against each other. Have you? I know he's new to the group. He's very big. He's getting his feet wet. I know he's had a couple of matches already. Uh, have you decided to go head to head with Magatan yet? Ooh, it'd be interesting. I'm very proud of him and what he's done because you. You wouldn't know who loves pro wrestling and who cares about pro wrestling. And when you're in the backstage, you know, like, who's just there to get their money. You know who's there that just doesn't really care about giving their best performance. Right, right. But Matatan, he's one of them that cares a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And he's very passionate. And I'm looking forward to the day, hopefully, like, soon that I get to wrestle with him. Because I have a lot of faith in him. I know he's going to be doing great things. Mm -hmm. And to see my, you know, pleasure seeing, you know, the new guys with someone like me, the trainers, because you're getting people right who have experience or I at one point was a rookie not that long ago. Right, I right. still feel like a rookie. Right. So to kind of experience that where it's like, I'm here to prove something still and you're here to show up and prove the same thing that I was trying to prove just a year ago. Right. Those kind of matches really interest me. I want to go against everyone in New Breed, but Matatan is the one person I haven't yet. <laughs> and now that you're the number one contender, it's, it's almost having like the belt, but still having a target on your back. Yeah. Uh, is there any chance, and that's really point to the person, Chance himself, has he targeted you yet? Has he said, you know what? Or he's just because I know we were talking about this before the podcast. He did get the belt over in uh, I think it was in you said in Mississippi. Yes, I believe. Yeah, Mississippi, and now he has that around his waist. I mean, I know the idea is to get the belt in your federation. Yes. Now you're number one contender. Is he? Does it pretty much put it in Jericho's Jericho's name? Are you on the list? <laughs> I, I would hope he doesn't get to. Tato hungry. He already has one. Let me. Have one. <laughs> <laughs> he did a comic. Give me your title. Give me your title. Give me your title. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? I, I would be ready for anything. I've I've known like having opportunities like this. You know, you can't just you know be you know not guarded. Exactly. You gotta know that people are gonna want to be in your position. Yeah. And I'm 
always there. Like, I won the fail four-way match. Mm -hmm. Then I wrestled Chris Austin because it's stuff like that where it's like, well, he still has the opportunities. So I already won. I was already number one contender, but I was willing to fight him for it. And to, you know, win was, you know, more than I would have believed. So it's stuff like that. Like, I'm always ready for whenever someone wants the position to show people that I could have it, you know? Yeah. That's awesome, man. I mean, like, there's always somebody lurking in the shadows trying to get an opportunity to hit the number one contender. Not to mention yeah. that they hit the champ, but the number one contender to get the opportunity to get to the champ in a officially way how some people would say it. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity out there for anybody to stay and say, hey, I want you and me in the title. Let's go. I mean, you and me in the, for, for the, the number one contender. So, yeah, man. And we have here Julio Cesar Vasquez. He says, it's cool what I witnessed one of Mooncat's first matches and seen how far he's grown. Yes. Wrestling-wise, more and above and beyond. More and beyond. Uh, he's got a good future in him. So, oh, who's Julio Cesar Vasquez? He is... Um... I believe the owner, he has a wrestling channel, YouTube channel called Wrestle Vlogs. Okay. Where he, you know, vlogs, he shows, you know, matches, he interviews wrestlers. He's interviewed me. And it's really, you know, crazy for me to believe because when I started, I thought, you know, I had no character, I had nothing to give these people. So I, I didn't think anyone would have been, you know, behind me. And looking back, you know, he was there. And, I thought I just became like a cool wrestler now, but he was one of the guys who would cheer like for me when I just started. That's awesome. No That's people like saw like the progress. Progress I went through the same things, you know, kind of like Matan, where right. training and trainers weren't all that reliable, so didn't have the best move set, best skill. Mm -hmm. So I came into New Breed. So for people to be patient enough and believe in me, like he has, you know, to see I once was like a crappy wrestler to now being more successful. Right. And that's the beauty of what we do is the fans are very, you know, like I love them with, and it sounds like, you know, everyone says it, but I generally do love them and I appreciate everything they've done for me because right. I wouldn't be doing this without them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, the, the fans are really what would help pick up Guy up. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because I, mean, I mean, considering you can see how the time we interviewed him last time, he yeah. was real quiet. Yeah, we didn't really talk that much, and now you see him, it's like he's progressed absolutely you know, with the school, and now absolutely. the better mic skills now than from last time. A little bit more confidence, a little bit, yeah, a little bit more confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that little Superman push back here, mm -hmm. but yeah, man, and that's awesome, man. It's good to see, and uh, and that's I was telling uh, Chu uh, a while back, it's fun interviewing the wrestlers because I mean, you you see them grow through the time period exactly. you know, when you interview them, you know, and it's just like Danny Chance. I mean, the first time we had him here, when all of you guys were here. I got to meet him a little better, you know, he was kind of shaky at first, but we got into the group and met everybody, and he came back again, or like, it, it was just like, like we have been talking for, since last week, right. you know, and, and it's such, it's so smooth, with Joe, with Joe Haas here also, you know, he was, the first time he was here, real smooth and real cool talking to him also, and we, uh, about a couple of days, we had, uh, uh, days after that, we had Matatan come in, 
which was another good interview with him where he had fun on it. It was fun talking to him and talking about how he got there in his story. Right. That was fun. And then I told him I would be interviewing Mooncat. Uh, probably the first week I told him, oh, man, yeah, Kevin's interview that guy, man. Kevin, he's cool. He's a real old soul, real old soul. Yeah, well, let's, let's have see him in a while. Let's see how the interview goes with him, man. But that's awesome to know that, I mean, how so many, I know that you, as far as, Counting the last time you were here, I think how many were you here? There were like six of y'all here, right? Last time. How big has the number grown as far as new wrestlers walking in? Oh, it's growing, man. We're getting a lot of new people. And it's cool because it's the only place you could go to to really, you know, find success. And everyone that has, you know, started has gotten better. Like, I genuinely believe to be a professional wrestler, you don't have to have talent. You don't have to have the skill right away. You just have to try it. That's one thing I always tell myself when I go out there. Because people will tell me, like, you better do a good job out there. And I just say, I try. Because trying is all you have to do. If you try, you're going to become a good wrestler. Right, right. And a lot of them, like, you could just tell, you know, they could be tired. They could be, you know, legs shaking, exhausted. But we'll keep pushing them. And once they're done... We're telling them this is how we know, like, you really want this, and this is gonna take you far just trying. Right. And we got Danny Chance uh, commenting, and like any coach out there would say, best school in the valley. There so, <laughs> there you go. I'm not taking that away from you, Danny. <laughs> I mean, as far as the, what we've uh, interviewed, we've interviewed you guys. I mean, it's been it's been a ride. I mean, it's it's fun, you know. And uh, we were talking to Chance and uh, Joe and Haas, and we we're saying maybe we'll do something along the lines like if there's a big match coming up with somebody else, say like you and the champ show up, and y'all want to do an interview together. It can be a across the table interview between two people that are about to hit it in the ring. I'll be on your side. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the champ side to hold them back. So he won't throw you to the channel, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, I got one there. What are you gonna do? Then uh, five seconds later, how the hell did I become the hospital so far? Why is my back hurt? And why do I have splinters on my ass? But anyways, (laughs) why is my butt aching? But yeah, I mean that's something down the line, you know, to I would love to do, you know, have that. But I mean, maybe next season, uh, season three, we'll do something like that. We'll plan it out and try to figure out what what day or what whatever. I can let him know, hey, man, who's your next big match between your federation? You tell me these two guys, send them over. We're going to interview them right here. And we'll get it going before the match starts. Yeah. So that'll be something fun to do. And uh, also, we were, Chu uh, and I were talking about, uh, we also, not, not only talking about athletes, uh, wrestling athletes outside, you know, on the open for the public, we were also thinking about high school athletes also. So if you're watching the podcast and you're going to play football, basketball, baseball, soccer, you're in the track team, tennis team, doesn't matter what kind of sport you are, it doesn't matter what high school you are from, we'd love to have you in the podcast next year. Uh, and we'll gladly interview also, give you the chance to come here and say a couple of words to everybody in the RGB or the state of Texas or even the whole world. Shout out your, yeah. shout out your team, shout out your school, sure. shout out your buddy school, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or the, or your one shot with that one girl that's down, two lockers down. I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> it won't, it won't work, but it's a good shot. You know? just, I want you to see the podcast at six in the morning. I would listen to it. There's something important. <laughs> I'm not even awake at six in the morning. Find time. time. <laughs> But yeah, man. So the whole 
Nunca thing. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I was. I'm not sure. I, I, I when I text you or when I hit you up on Facebook. Oh man, you went the whole Jim Morrison vibe. I know. And when you brought that into the into the into your federation, I know people were looking forward to. It, but I can see you let the hair grow more. Yes. You get the nice big big fuck. I see pictures, man. Yeah. <laughs> It's out there. Kind of put you in the, those uh, NFL films with them. Where they put the hair in, they put on the half football helmet, here comes and just pops up like that. That'd be something to look at. But uh, but as far as that, I mean, as far as your audience is now, because you're transferring from your first uh, stage name to the new stage name, how did that go about? How did they take that? It was very spontaneous. I'm a very spontaneous person. Mm -hmm. And it was, I believe I was tagging with Danny Chance. Um, Spartan Ramirez against James Blackheart, Johnny Bellum, and Great Scott. And I had the name already kind of, you know, stirring in there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure if I really told anyone. And the announcer came and he was like, What do you want like to be announced as? And I just go, Between him and I, we're the only people that knew. I was like, Just say Mooncat, Mooncat Franco. I don't care about the rest. So I go out and I'm watching him. I'm listening. He says it. I give him a thumbs up. And as soon as I get to the ring, Danny Chance was like, Mooncat? And I was like, <laughs> I just made him say it. <laughs> and it started becoming a thing where people, you know, because obviously a lot of people knew me as Curlos. So yeah. that was the only, yeah. you know, difficulty in the transition was getting people to say a new name. Mm -hmm. But I made a lot of efforts, even in my real life, my personal life, to make sure the name stuck. Yeah. Because what people don't know is it's not necessarily a gimmick. It's a lot of who I am. Right. I used it as a nickname a month or so prior to using it as a wrestling name. Uh -huh. And I was probably the most annoying person in my life <laughs> because I would go to bars uh -huh. and I would only introduce myself by Munka. I never said my real name. I forced my friends to introduce me as Mooncat. Right. I remember one of my friends at the time was talking to a girly. I'm plenty beers in. Okay, and here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He points at me and he goes, uh, that's my friend Javi, which is my real name. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And without hesitation, I turn. I don't even remember what the girly looked like. Yeah. And I just go, Mooncat. And he was like, oh, that's my friend Mooncat. And I made everyone know that, like, to never say my real name because I wanted it <laughs> to stay. You wanted to stay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And another funny story is I've had friends who I haven't hung around with for a while. Right. So they'll talk to me. They'll meet me. And they're like, do you want to go to a bar? Like, how's wrestling? Like, what's this whole Mooncat deal? I'm just like, that's my name. Like, a lot of people call me by that. Right. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, yes, like, it's not just in wrestling. And they're like, there's no way people just go up to you and call you Mooncat. And I was like, okay. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? The older the friend is, like, the, yeah. the more it is to get them to, like, take stuff like that seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. And I remember first person was the server. We're getting ourselves situated. We're at a pool table, and as soon as the server comes, she goes, "Hey, Mooncat!" And my friends look over, and they're like, "Did did she really just say that?" <laughs> and I was like, "That's my name." Don't worry about that. And there's about like, 10 people throughout the night that called me Mooncat, 
and my friends were just like this is a fever dream like we know you as Javier but nobody once ever said your real name <laughs> and 10 people that came up to me were just like Mooncat Mooncat and they're like this is real like this guy really plays this like plays the character all the time so the gimmick not only stays in the federation you bring it to life yes. also in, in the public yeah a lot of people will be surprised i've had people go like wow he actually dresses like this. yeah when, when, yeah. You, when you walk through like oh man nice pants bro. Yeah. <laughs> no like, the whole thing yeah the whole thing yeah. that's awesome man it's awesome that you i mean do you feel comfortable doing it? Yeah. Do it. I mean, I've I've seen the the backstories like uh, Macho Man. I've seen the backstories yeah. of the of, of, of the Hulk Hogan, also Bob Bagwell. All these they they play the gimmick. Even Ric Flair plays the gimmick to the exactly. to the yes. even in their personal lives, you know. And they make it come to to life to where the fans are like, oh, this guy Macho is he, he's a crazy guy. Yeah. He's a crazy. Guy. But behind closed doors, he's a totally different person. But that's in his own privacy. Yeah, you know. So and that's good, and I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're, you're stepping out of the not stepping out of the box, but bringing the box with you yeah. to the public so they can you're, see. You're wearing, yeah. you're wearing the box. You're doing, you're doing the thing yeah. that needs to be done. You know, yeah. like, yeah, like you, like you said this so many times in, uh, today. Like, Mooncat is basically who you are. You just yeah. wrestle. Yeah, you know, and it, it, that's that's a that's a good way of making the, the impression you know stick. Exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. The whole idea of the character as far as playing like a gimmick or anything mm -hmm. was i'm a very shy person everyone knows that right. but whenever i would drink and if i drank too much i'd become really rowdy which a lot of people <laughs> would never expect yeah. from me preach so <laughs> preach dude oh, originally was supposed to be like my drunken like alter ego right but i was like i can't wrestle drunk so i have to like <laughs> Uh, never say never. Okay? <laughs> never say never. Things are happen to change, Mookay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay now. Call me Mookay. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. Okay. Mookay. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Now they're going to be poking fun at you at the today, bro. What are we doing? What are we doing? What's up, Mooncat? Hey, my God, don't you go, bro. Yeah, man. But it's cool, man. I like I like the I like the Jim Morrison. And that's the first thing I told you when I saw it. I like the vibe, man. It looks cool. The colors, the whole night. The attitude, too. The attitude, too. That's a must. That's the one I'm going to tell you. Even since high school, I've gotten that comparison to Jim Morrison. Really? Like, since I was, you know, 16, I remember, you know, people seeing my band shirts and going like, oh, you like the Doors? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you remind me a lot of Jim Morrison. And I've even gotten it as, like, a personality, like, compliment. Right. Because for being, you know, that wild guy on stage, he was also very emotionally intelligent. Yeah, he was. And a lot of people know that, you know, maybe I'm not always going to be so, you know, outgoing. Mm -hmm. But if you speak to me, I speak very, you know, formal. I'm very, you know, spiritual. Mm -hmm. And I have that kind of like, you know, calm side of him. But when I'm drunk, I'm very much <laughs> <laughs> That's when the party starts. Eat <laughs> <laughs> your table. Stupid table, stupid dream. Oh, I hate all of you. <laughs> 
that's cool, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're out there doing your thing with the public. I mean, going out there and, and living the role of a moon cat. That when people look for you, they're like, this guy's a wrestler, dude. We gotta check him out. They start looking for you on on your Instagram. They start looking for you on Facebook. They wanna know where you wrestle, what time you're wrestling, yeah. and, and, and you start making fans. Yeah. People that just want to follow you. You, you, um, you hit where you where you you know you hit. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's good. You know, people dig what you're what you're putting out there, and you know yeah. they want they want to know more about you. Yeah, perfect. Have you have you uh, when they're telling you moon candle? Like, oh, here's my merch. Check out my merch. <laughs> have you done that yet? Or no, I you have merch I, yet? I actually haven't had any merch yet. Yeah, I haven't mean, You got to work on that, man. I do. You got to work on that. I yeah. Consider the fact. I mean. Because the fact you're doing the the whole 60 run Jim Morrison, there's a lot of colors to play with, man. There's a lot of colors to play with. Maybe right? not. Maybe not tie dye. Maybe not tie dye. Not too much of that. Weird. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Am I allowed to cut? Over. Okay. Really? Why did you say that? Man? You you've heard the show, <laughs> Mooncat, so many times. Shit, man. <laughs> Inside joke. Oh, okay. Where I was wrestling Matt Riot one time, uh -huh. and during the match, he just randomly yelled out, "What the hell is a moon cat?" I saw that. I, yeah, I saw a clip of that. Now, the next question was, "What was the whole deal for that?" He he just said it, and it stuck because everyone was like, "That's so funny." So everyone in New Breed would go, "What the hell is a moon cat?" And back then, <laughs> uh, I believe there was a shirt that said, "Who the fuck is Mick Jagger?" Oh. Oh. I put his face on it and put your face in the back. <laughs> so that's going to be out there one day soon. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. <laughs> patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Yes. Don't take that patent. No, 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 no. If you do, you'll hear from this guy right here. Yes. <laughs> A sternly worded letter will be. <laughs> yeah, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, I saw that clip. I saw that clinic when uh, they announced, did they, was it at the time you were wrestling or was it when they announced you for the first time? The time I was wrestling. Oh, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, there, was, there was a point where he just yells out, what the hell is a moon cat? <laughs> I clicked that. I'm like, yeah, I saw that in one of the clips. I go, yeah, that's one thing I want to ask you also. I mean, and then as far as the reaction you were telling me, because I'm going to you said Chance had told you moon cat. And, then, and everybody else in the ring besides him, they're all looking at you like, what the hell is that all about? I, I'm not sure because Johnny Bedlam and Great Scott are people that are from like San Antonio. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I have met them before, so I, I'm not sure if they knew my name. So when they heard that, the whole match, I'm pretty sure they thought that was like my name this whole time. <laughs> so he said it a lot. <laughs> and you got a Luis DLS Mooncat throwing your peace out and love. There you go, buddy. <laughs> it's all about that. And it's cool, man, because, I mean, having your fans behind you, I mean, as far as your fans is concerned, I mean, the chance, do you get the chance when you're walking in now to the ring where you get called in to go into a match? Do you get the chance? Boom, cat. Yeah. Boom, cat. <laughs> How does that, what's that, what's that adrenaline feeling that you get when you hear that? It's a beautiful feeling, man. It's a good feeling because I go out there and I try to... You know, go out there like it's my first time wrestling every time. And not a lot of people know I go through a lot 
you know, before I go out there, like I pray, I tell myself words of like affirmation, I tell myself, I'll be cheating everybody if I don't give it my best. So right. I would treat it like it's my first time every single time. That's awesome. So I build up, you know, the jitters to just make sure like I know that I'm feeling it. Right. Because I go out there and I make myself vulnerable. So when I'm out there, I'm going in, you know, like everything's going to mean so much more in a vulnerable, you know, position. Right, right. So right. when I hear it, it's like, it's actually, you know, not just like I'm distracted and I'm tuning them out. I'm taking it all in and I'm appreciating the moment and it right. makes me perform so much better. Yeah, exactly. You get the feed from the crowd is what, what uh, makes you go. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's all. Now, I know you had the, the big 956 versus Texas about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, or it was about a month ago. Okay. I think it was about a month ago, right? So. Yeah. Uh, I know Danny Chance was saying that he's brought some some good high caliber wrestlers that came down to wrestle against you guys. Were there any pointers, any tips from these guys and when they went to the ring? Did you get. You, I know you wrestled that night, correct? Yeah. Did you get any tips from your opponent? I actually got praise from one of my opponents who was one of the out of towners because. I guess I just did really good and nice. I had won the match and he came up to me and he was like, Hey, like you were really like fucking good out there. Mm -hmm. And he's one of those people that, you know, could have a say for me to go out there and wrestle in other places. Wow, that's great. And since that, you know, I was able to wrestle in Uvalde, Texas for AWP and we have a lot to represent new breed right you know we're trying to show people that you know we are you know magnificent pro wrestlers and when we went to uvalde it was four matches besides one of them being a women's match every single like three of those matches had at least one or two new breed guys right. so the promoters and everyone there was just like you guys did really good we want you back and we get so much praise and we're getting so much more recognition for what we're doing because at one point back then you know our reputation wasn't all that great you know things were mediocre because you know there's a different set of people right. running things but when danny chance and you know all these like people got that position of power right right it was like there's no more like mediocre shit. like we're gonna do our best because nobody really believes that, you know, here in South Texas, pro wrestling, you know, could be just as great as like, as it is in San Antonio right, and right, all right. these things. Right, so we're right. proving, you know, ourselves right, you know, and that's beautiful, man. That's awesome. That is, that is fantastic, dude. I mean, to get to get that kind of appreciation from, you know, now a towner, you know, your first time meeting up, that, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, you just recognizing the fact that he did a hell of a job out there yeah yeah whatever yeah. you guys are doing down here keep up the good work pretty yeah. much. it means awesome. that they're going to be watching yeah out here too. Well, they're already watching they're already, <laughs> they're already watching, watching. Yeah. and how was your match out there in the man well it was i went against james blackheart and it was fun the mm -hmm. crowd was so electric man what the hell's a moon cat what the hell's a moon cat it's scary because you know they're just now knowing you. They're just now right. reading you. Right, right, right. So you never know, like, if they're going to, you know, react the way you want them to. Right, right, right. And 
everyone out there and to hear cheers and to eventually hear them chant Mooncat is like, like it's always nice to like oh. you, it's like going to a new school and you're like oh what are people gonna think of me right right and we got such a good reaction uh we were very happy and people were very happy with us so I know they want us back, and we're going to be taking over Texas and the whole world, man. There you go. There you go. Big statement. Big statement. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. I'm glad. I'm glad things are, especially going out there, going out the, the new breedway. I mean, out there, you guys are great. Yeah. You have been doing yeah. a good show as far as that. Now, you have, I know we were talking about this way before also the podcast. You actually are going for the title? Yes. And that will be when? October 30th. Guys, put that down your calendar. Go ahead and, go ahead and promote that. Where is it yeah. going to be at? What's the name of the, the whole venue? It's going to be at in McCown, Texas. I believe it's in the, the Boys and Girls Club. I'm not sure the address really, but October 30th, if you guys want to check it out, it's going to be pretty sure around the same time as we usually do. Doors open at 5, I believe. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a stack card. It's it's October 30th. It's practically Halloween. We're going to have a lot of fun, probably a lot of violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, the match you said is a no holes barred, correct? Hopefully. Oh, I mean, my goodness. I hope we get to play around with some foreign objects. Yeah, there's a couple of trash cans, a couple of bats, candy sticks. What else? Uh, a <laughs> wire attacks. wire, maybe a palm tree. I don't know, since we are in the army. <laughs> Couple <laughs> 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 There's a, uh, you know how I said, you know, everyone says, what the hell is a moon cat? Right. The last match I had, she was in the crowd and she knows me by my real name. Uh -huh. So in front of like a live crowd, I'm pretty sure no one heard her, but I heard her. She goes, let's go Javi. And I instantly got up and I go, what the hell is a Javi? <laughs> what the hell is a Javi? <laughs> so... I've been, I've been, oh my god, dude! Oh, that's it. That's now you're in bad class here, bro. Remember that uh, that uh, number one contender match? Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that that wrestling uh, <laughs> wrestling match you had for the championship? But yeah,
Me, you did it. I'll get your ass out there. I'm going Conor McGregor in your ass. I'm getting that belt also now. <laughs> oh, shit. I think we might have started something up here right now. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, it's good to have medics in the area, man. I mean, seeing the way you sacrifice your bodies. Offering into the into the regular concrete, even into the ring, even like chew yourself off of a third story building, whatever <laughs> Daddy jumped off of, it's it's crazy, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you literally put your life, well, not put your life on, but you attempt to put your life in line yeah. and trust your brothers are going to be there for you when you come down from wherever you're jumping from. So, I mean, has, has there been any close calls on your end that you can tell us about? I remember this one time. I'm not sure, but I think I was having a concussion. Yo, we we hit each other, man. And I took a hit. I took a kick from Chris Austin, I believe, right in the head. <clears throat> and after the match, I remember everyone just telling me, like, you look dazed, but not the way you're usually. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you smoke? And you look, you, know, you look like you're really dazed and confused. <laughs> <laughs> and... I remember just having like my mom out there, you know, just saying like, we'll put like cold water like over your head. <laughs> and my feel the same thing. It was just telling like, the same thing. And I was like, I'm fine. Like I, I knew what they were saying. I knew right, everything. Right. It's just my head was throbbing and people looked at me and they're like, you look like so out of it. And they were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I have a beer to get. <laughs> I took the beer, and I was like, I feel a little bit better. Yeah, keep them coming, bartender. Yeah. Keep them coming. <laughs> the pain is almost gone. It's almost gone. Yeah, but in seriousness, I, knew I was told to stay off my phone for four hours, not go to sleep until four hours, yeah, yeah, yeah. just in case I, you know, dealt with having So you had, the, you had the glaze look then on yeah. your eyes. All right, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that before. It's a, that's a scary... It's a scary look, man. Especially, especially if I mean, you get hit anywhere, portion, portion part of the head when you get hit. I mean, you get that glaze. Yeah, you, you gotta go see a doctor, man, because that can be really, really damaging. Yeah, yeah. really damaging, man. I've seen football players go through it when I was in high school, man, and it's been. I, uh, I remember one episode we were playing, and uh, one of my buddies, uh, his helmet came off on a play, and he got blindsided by uh, one of the opponents and hit him in the back of the head with the helmet an actual helmet went into his head the guy fell face down uh medics the trainer went out there to pick him up and see he was trying to remember if he was okay he was talking his hands were moving everything was functioning and we picked him up and he wouldn't go sit down and i was there on the bench uh, uh seeing him they were checking him up and he was like this practice over and it was an actual game and I'm like, holy crap, this guy got tossed back like two days ago. Two days ago. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. And you know, it's a scary thing. Yeah. Concussions can be a very scary thing if they're not checked. So, but it's good that the maze out there, man, to make sure everybody's in the right place and what's yeah. supposed to be working, what's not supposed to be working, what looks broken but not broken, just sprain or fracture. That's awesome, man. I mean, that, that's good to have her in your corner just in case something like that happens, man. But Daddy's gonna wear her out, man, from doing those outrageous stunts. 
What? You fell off the rope? No, man. My husband jumped off the second story. You're fine. You're fine. Walk it off. Walk it off. But my foot, this is my foot. Go sew it on. Go. Get on my face. Get that duct tape. Get that duct tape. Oh, shit. Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad you took the opportunity to come out here and talk to us, man. It's fun talking to you guys. Like some of y'all come out. Uh, I think our next wrestler we'll be talking to is probably going to be until, uh, I think until December. Uh, late last week of December, we'll be having uh, Mr. Wolf come in. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get an Eric in here. As Eric Shadows, yeah. uh, Wolf King, he'll probably be coming. We'll be talking to him around December. That'll be our second one. And then, just to give you a little sneak preview for Season 3, we do have the stash coming in in January. We'll see how that knee injury is coming along. I haven't seen the... the the actual uh, uh, training, physical training that he's going through, man. He looks like he's getting stronger every day. So that's a good, 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 uh, good on his end, man. We'll have him here in January, and that'll be fun to talk to. I want to see how big that that stash. He should probably have it to here already. That stash is just getting more and more. And probably gonna be a probably one of those uh, what's it called those venom arms and shit. He's gonna fucking move and shit. They're gonna change his name from stash to stash venom. So it'll be something. Oh, I think I might have helped him out. <laughs> stash, yeah, stash, stash, like the way Danny Chance just said, that's the guy. Danny, do not uh, the king the what the kingdom. Oh, okay, the kingdom. Okay, uh, Danny, do not take it out on on Mooncat. What he was saying. Or take it out. Uh, if you want to, but don't make, let, give the kid a chance to win the title, man. Give him a chance. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be, don't be, have mercy on the kid. Yeah, man. don't be a McGregor and go for more belts. Let, let this kid take a shot. Hey, I'm pretty sure going to put on here, but I'm not, I'm not making any promises. It's free, LOL. <laughs> LOL. But uh, yeah, man, it, 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 like I said, it's always a pleasure to have you guys on. Absolutely. It's fun. And thank, and, I mean, thank, thank God, choose back, man. Yeah. Uh, for the last couple of episodes, last couple of episodes I've done, it's been tough, you know, trying to get the communication between everybody. I, I think it went smooth. There's times when I would lose myself, but to have this guy across from me, man, it's great because we bounce off of each other here. We give questions to our to our interviewee, and it's fun. So I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you're back, buddy. I'm glad everything's okay. I'm glad to be there. I, 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 I couldn't miss this one. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's yeah. October. It's okay, October. October. We have next week. Well, speaking about uh, October next week, since it's Halloween. Coming down, the, we're in the month of Halloween, the beautiful month. Wasn't my favorite month. Talking about birthdays this month, also. So this was so beautiful about it. But anyways, <laughs> next week we got Billy Blair on the podcast from Machete from from uh, <laughs> from the, all his great horror movies. Absolutely, based out of Dallas, Texas, man. Great guy. And uh, he's right up here. I got him over here on his band with LSD. Uh, I'm like on the Machete. I got him up there with Danny Trejo up there. Machete kills. Guy, he's one of our first official uh, interviewee for this podcast when we got into this building. Uh, he was like our uh, Apollo, man. He was like that stunt in Apollo where you touch to get the good luck. This guy gave us the kick in the boot in the ass, and, and look where we're at now. I mean, I, I give it to that guy to give us the moment, the good starting momentum oh, yeah. to get us interviewees just like Mooncat, to get interviewees like Danny Chance, to get interviewees like... Anybody who walks into the, the hip hop artist, the rock artist, you know, anybody that walks through those doors, guys, it's, 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 uh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have them here, man. And anything, this is uh, Danny Chester. It's our picture too, but I say, hey, man, I appreciate hey, you guys, man. Thank you, Danny. Uh, Danny, you're, you're you're one hell of a cat, man. Yeah. Uh, not a moon cat. You're one hell of a cat. What <laughs> <laughs> is a moon cat? <laughs> We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to work on a T-shirt for the Tuning Podcast and put that on the front, like a little little cat with a moon, and put there. What the hell is a moon 
cat and I put two and you in the back so they see that one sounds it's gonna sound man it's gonna sound <laughs> but yeah man, like I said man uh, next week Billy Blair uh, the following week of that we have Hector Hector Connor coming down from Kansas City he's been coming down I think he's gonna cry down his jet to come interview here uh, for, the studio? for the studio yeah, oh, yeah. yeah good friend of mine man he's a great guy he'll be coming down and uh, last but not least, we got Purple Villain on our Halloween special at the end of the month. And I believe we're going to be coming in uh, character. So um, I think Chu's coming in as a pirate. I don't know. He's halfway there. But uh, <laughs> you know what? This show is over. I'm done with this show. Tune in for the show. I had to do it. I had to do it. I'm sorry about this. I had to do it. Whatever, Mexican Joe Rogan. <laughs> Don't call me that! Don't call me that! Mexican Joe Rogan! Mooncat's like, yeah, we, we lost. I, I, I think that's my cue to leave. <laughs> Mooncat's still here. <laughs> Mooncat, tell everybody your social medias, man, so they can follow you. Come on, brother. My Instagram is LiveLoveLucha. My Facebook is MooncatFranco. You're going to see all the information there. I'm very active on them to put out there. You know, everything that's happening in pro wrestling, everything that is going to happen in months, you know, on then. Um, and that's it, man. Have okay. a beautiful time. Go, on, go out there and enjoy the shows, man. Go out there and enjoy the shows. These Have, guys. A Have a beer. Have a beer. He's finally going to open his beer up. You see the problem, man. He did not drink anything until the very end of the podcast. But <laughs> According to the story, dude, that's probably for the best. That's right. And uh, secondly, he's taking a liquid death with him yes. so he can drink before he heads out there and liquid uh, guys liquid death if you're watching that come on look it up but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know come on we can get send us some merch <laughs> we'll push your stuff trust me i've been pushing like crazy but anyways literally 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 literally, literally. but anyways guys thank you for watching That's i appreciate guys, the podcast thank you for listening and we will see you next week with billy blair I feel like around the same time, 2.30, 2.40, around there. Right. It's only going to get better, guys. It's only going to get better. Oh, and also, don't forget to tune into our brothers in the, in the podcast also, the BP Board Bros with the Top Tens. Great episodes. You got to check those out. Tune into them also. And uh, don't chew who sent you. Ladies, Gators! Shut up! <laughs>
to 3 p.m. On the station SparkleFM.com Word is born, that's from Amsterdam, y'all Cause that's how I do everywhere that I go On Tuesdays at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that's in Indiana on LimeCityRadio.Airtime.Pro Word is born, yo, cause that's how I do Yeah, get down with DJ Mike Haha, <laughs> first night experience on Wednesday night on 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can catch me on We Rocks R920 with MaintainYourBrains.com slash R920. And that's in Virginia, cause I got plenty more to say on Thursday. Word, cause at that time is 7 p.m. also. You can check it out on HeatFMRadio.com from New York City, Shaolin. Represent first night experience, the most diverse show on the internet. Would like to thank the following sponsors Oviedo Bros Electrical. Need a master electrician? Call Sergio Oviedo at 956 904 7177 for commercial and residential work. Let him know the Rockstar sent you. Hemp It Up CBD, located in McAllen and now in Westlaco. Call Usbaldo or Maricela at 956 540 9488. Let them know Chiwanu sent you. Need an AC repair guy? Call Matmer at 956-884-8288. Let him know Chew and New sent you. Need a plumber for residential or commercial? Call Barrera Plumbing with Gabriel Barrera at 956-534-3337. He also receives text messages. Let him know that Chew and New sent you.